Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest on Sean Penn, Megan Thee Stallion, Dua Lipa, Larry David, Tom Brady, and a whole lot more. So don't get, go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet, you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You're listening to a, another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 347- 637-2656 and press the number one. Also like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T-H-A-T-S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto 14. Stiletto like the shoe. S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now the current temperature in the NYZ mostly sunny 48 degrees before i get started with the show today i'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners from the east coast the west coast north america south america europe asia africa australia you name it so thank you guys for tuning in and joining me and hanging out with me on a wednesday afternoon or wednesday morning or thursday morning wherever you are Uh, on today's show we're going to be talking about um the uh, Sean Penn, uh, he's taking action among the 
things that's going on with the Russian attack on Ukraine. The actor slash filmmaker is currently in Ukraine to continue working on a documentary about the ongoing Russian assault. So we're going to be talking about that today. Also, Megan Thee Stallion has launched her very first virtual reality concert. I'll give you all the information on how you can tune in. And also, uh, Dua Lipa, she has been slapped with a copyright infringement lawsuit over her hit, Levitating. And uh, we have Larry David in the news. He's uh, apparently he was supposed to do a documentary about his life and career. It's supposed to be it was supposed to be a two part documentary uh, that was supposed to be premiering on HBO and HBO Max, but apparently it's been shelved. I'll tell you the reason behind that. And also um, we're going to be talking about um, Tom Brady. Unfortunately, you know, I don't usually do a lot of sports stories, but when it's, when it's uh, talking about related to entertainment, we talk about it. Well, Tom Brady is getting ready to embark on a new career after retiring from football. I'm going to tell you what that is. So how is everybody doing? How has everybody week been? It's been great. Uh, New York uh, COVID rates and infection rates has gone really down, really low, and they're thinking about, um, matter of fact, actually today they're lifting up the mask mandates in, uh, in, in New York State to all the schools. Uh, I think New York City is supposed to be next Monday, but you know how I feel about that. I still think we shouldn't be too quick to let go of the mask because, we're still in a pandemic still, and even though our rates are low and the Omicron variant uh, is at an all-time low as well, there's still viruses and variants among our midst. So I don't know. I just feel that, you know, but they say it's optional. You know, you can and you can. You can and if you 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 can wear one, but if you choose not to, it's no problem. So that's what's going on here in the Big Apple. Uh, how is everybody doing? Uh, this week, uh, oh, before I get started with the show today, I want to tell you about a personal friend of mine. I've been mentioning his name for the past four weeks now, David Romero. He used to be a co-host of a show called Loco That's Entertainment Rundown He uh, here on Block Talk Radio. And he no longer does the show, but he started a new venture where he's a certified personal trainer, for fitness trainer. And now you can have David as your personal trainer. You know, he has a four-week program where he works around your schedule. He gives you real-time coaching along with some fun and challenging workouts. Now, if you're looking to get into fitness and you want to change your lifestyle, give David a call, or you can follow him on Instagram. You can uh, reach him at Camp Gladiator on Instagram. That's C-A-M-P-G-L-A. D-I-A-T-O-R, or on Salute, that's at S-A-L-U-T. Or you can also uh, follow him on Instagram, his personal Instagram account, at DavidLoco12, that's D-A-V-I-D-L-O-C-O-12. Send him an email, send him a message, a direct message saying you're interested in getting into fitness and you're looking for a personal trainer. Uh, He's pretty reasonable. He only charges, uh, from what he told me, about $40. And you can also join David for outdoor training. You can also uh, do it virtually, live on Zoom. Uh, He has 
like 10,000-plus weekly workouts. So if you want to get your body right for the summer, give David a call at at 956-706-3855. Again, make sure you send him an email at davidjromero88 at yahoo.com. That's D-A-V-I-D-J-R-O-M-E-R-O-88 at yahoo.com. Send him a direct message on Instagram at Camp Gladiator and at Salute or at David Loco Twelve, and tell him that you heard it. You heard it here on That's Entertainment Online Radio uh, with your girl Tammy Jones Gibbs. So, without further ado, it is March and it feels like spring out here. Um, for the past couple of days in New York, it hasn't been too bad, but you know, spring is right around the corner. Once we hit that March first mark, you know, spring is right around the corner. Um, but today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, this. This uh, Sean Penn, actor Sean Penn, is getting ready to take action amid the rage over Russian attack on Ukraine. Now, the actor filmmaker is currently in Ukraine to continue working on a documentary about the ongoing Russian assault. Now, on Thursday, uh, last Thursday, actually, the uh, actors landed in the capital to document the conflict, and following his arrival, he has visited the office of the president to attend press briefings and spoken with Deputy Prime Minister uh, uh, Verachuk, as well as local journalists and members of the Ukraine military. In a statement released on the office of the President of Ukraine's Facebook page, Penn was praised for his courage. The translate statement read like this. It says, American actor and film director Oscar winner Sean Penn arrived in Ukraine. The director came to uh, Kiev specifically to record all the events taking place in Ukraine as a documentary filmmaker and to tell the world the truth about Russia's evasion of our country. Unquote. Now, Penn also visited the country in late November to work on the project, which is produced by Vice Studios. And at the time, he was pictured visiting the front lines of the Ukrainian armed forces near the uh, uh, Donstick region. The double Oscar winner has been involved in numerous international humanitarian and anti-war efforts over the year and founded the nonprofit disaster relief organization CORE, which stands for Community Organized Release Effort, in response to the 2010 earthquake in Haiti. And Megan Thee Stallion has launched her first virtual reality concert. Yes, the Hot Girls uh, Summer Raptures unveiled the details of her upcoming tour shortly after um, Joe Budden criticized her for not being able to sell an album. Now, talking to her, uh, taking to her Twitter account on Monday, on February 28th, the Raptress said that she will collaborate with Amaze VR on her concert, Enter the Hottieverse. Y'all ain't never been to a show like this. That's what the 27-year-old hip-hop star announced. She said, quote, get ready to see your girl in virtual reality. Pre-sales begin today, Wednesday, March 2nd, 10 a.m. local time. Sign up for pre-sale code at amazevr.com. That's A-M-A-Z as in zebra, E-V as in Victor, R.com. 
The first ever 10-city virtual reality concert tours will begin in April in select movie theaters. And upon entering the concert, each attendee will be handed a hottie-mounted display, a VR headset. Megan will then appear and sing four songs in front of the audiences. Now, Amaze VR promised that it will be a concert unlike any other. The announcement came after Joe Budden refused to call Megan a superstar. In a recent episode of the Joe Budden podcast, Joe let out his frustration about the current rap game as saying that Megan is not a superstar if you can't sell an album. You got every brand deal in the world, but also has all the backing from different people. She got a lot going on. That's the game today, unquote. The 41-year-old further stressed that the superstar status should not be measured by brand deals. In other words, Joe Budden, the the I call him, he's like a has-been because he hadn't recorded any albums in a while. He has this little podcast where he criticized certain rap artists, and Megan happened to be one for for the show today, one of his topics. Um, I've, I don't know when he did this show, saying that, um, you know, compared to other rap artists, you are not putting in the numbers. In other words, you're not selling your, your number of records selling. It's not up to par compared to other rap artists like uh, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj, things of that nature. So he's saying that the only reason why she's getting popular and famous because she gets these endorsements, these brands backing her. She has, She's the brand ambassador for Coach Bag. She uh, did a Doritos commercial. She's doing all these uh, different endorsements. And that's what's making her even popular. But see, you know what? You got to remember that nowadays. Uh, see, I don't know if Joe Budden doesn't doesn't realize the record industry has changed. And um, yeah, I mean, it would be nice if she sold a lot more records. But everybody likes Megan. Um, everybody likes her hot girlness and her 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 sex appeal, and she's beautiful. And she just got did a remix with one of the biggest boy bands in the world, BTS. Okay, so I think he's just a little jealous. I think, um, and that's why I have a problem because instead of you shooting her down, you should be trying to lift her up. I don't care if she's not selling as many records as Cardi B or Nicki Minaj, but she's likable, and she she has and people like her, and they want to uh, ask her to endorse products. So go do your thing, Megan. Still spread that hot girlness all over the world. Uh, Right now we have uh, 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Giver. Every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of this show page, and that way you will send a reminder when I'm broadcasting online, on air. 
You can also like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And you can also follow follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Um, the uh, Dua Lipa has been slapped with a copyright infringement lawsuit over her hit song, Levitating. In the petition, the new rule songstress is accused of copying Article Sound System's song. The South Florida reggae band filed a motion against the pop star in Los Angeles Federal Court on Tuesday, March 1st. This is according to TMZ. And in the paperwork, the members of the band claims that the levitating, which spent 68 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 uh, song charts and was the number one Hot 100 song of 2021, was ripped off from the band's Live Your Life. Now, the complaint was very short and it contained mostly boilerplate uh, claims of, of copyright infringement with little details about how or why Dua allegedly copied the song. But it was it said that the the two tracks were so similar that it was highly unlikely that Levitating was created independently. Now, the court document went on to claim that Dua had access to the earlier Live Your Life. The band also alleged that the Don't Stop Now songstress heard the song, thus giving her the ability to copy it. Though, So the suit didn't explain exactly why the band believed the pop star heard their song. The suit also named the chart-topping singers label Warner Brothers, as well as others who helped create Levitating. Article Sound System members are now asking for profits that may have made off of Levitating, as well as the damages. Back in October 2020, Dua uh, joined forces with the baby for a remix to Levitating. This past summer, the controversial rapper was removed from the track in the wake of his homophobic comments at the Rolling Loud Miami. Larry David shelved a two-part documentary about his life and career hours before it was set to premiere on HBO and HBO Max. The Larry David story, which was set to premiere on March 1st, was postponed indefinitely, and that's according to HBO. The network also removed a trailer for the Larry David story, which was rumored to touch upon David's life in comedy from his early years to his successes with Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. The film, directed by a longtime collaborator Larry Charles, was reportedly not up to snuff, is on the shelf until it gets re-edited, and that's according to uh, Puck. Now, the highlights of the documentary were reportedly a long interview between Charles and David that gets candid about David's personal and professional highs and lows from his humble beginnings as an unfunny Brooklyn kid to becoming America's favorite uh, misanthropy, and he'll share his thoughts on everything from metaphysics to parenthood. In a social media statement, HBO acknowledged that the film was postponed but added that David wanted to have the premiere in front of an audience. No update release date information had been made available. Meanwhile, HBO has still not said whether Curb will get a 12th season at the network. The show's 11th season concluded in December of 2021. 
Tom Brady is embarking on his new career after retiring from football. Following his retirement from the NFL, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback will produce and play himself in a new comedy called 80 for Brady. The seven-time Super Bowl champion will star opposite Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, Sally Field, and Lily Tomlin. And this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. They said that the 44-year-old former athlete will also produce the football-themed road trip movie through his company, 199 Production, along with Donna uh, uh, Gigliotti, whose uh, credits include Hidden Figures, Silver Lining Playbook, and Shakespeare in Love. 80 for Brady will be directed by Kyle Marvin, who also co-wrote the script with Michael Cavino. Kyle, who starred in the upcoming Apple Limited series We Crash and co-wrote and starred in The Climb, is executive producing with Michael as well. Now, Jeff uh, Stott is also executive producing. Production is due to begin this spring, and the news of his upcoming new project came nearly a month after he announced his retirement from football. Jennifer Hudson and Will Smith won big at the 2022 NAACP Image Awards. The Respect Actress and the King Richard Leading Man took home two trophies each at the Saturday, February 26th show, which aired on BET. Among the awards that uh, Hudson received at the 53rd Annual Event were Entertainer of the Year and Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture. She beat out Lil Nas X, Megan Thee Stallion, Regina King, and Tiffany Haddish for the first trophy. And as for Smith, he nabbed outstanding actor in a motion picture for portraying Richard Williams, the father of Venus Williams and Serena Williams in King Richard. He also won outstanding literary work, biography, autobiography for his self-titled memoir. Also having things to celebrate uh, last Saturday was Anthony Anderson, who won Outstanding Actor in a Comedy Series, and Issa Rae, who won Outstanding Actress in a Comedy Series. This is Us star Sterling Kane Brown and 911 actress Angela Bassett, meanwhile picked up the Outstanding Actor and Actress in a Drama Series honors, respectively. And the 28th uh, Screen Actors Guild Award, which honors some of the year's best television and film performances by actors, aired this past Sunday. The cast of Ted Lasso and Secession won for their ensemble work in the best television comedy and drama categories, while the cast of CODA celebrated their win for best motion picture ensemble. Now, Squid Game's actors bested their Secession competition in the drama action category, and both Will Smith and Michael Keaton offer emotional acceptance speeches for their win in the lead male acting in a motion picture and male actor in a TV movie or miniseries, respectively. Uh, Helen Marin, uh, Marin was honored with the SAG Life Achievement Awards. So get, congratulations to all the winners of the uh, Screen Actors Guild Award and the 2022 NAACP Image Award. And MTV is ready to celebrate the best of film and television. That's right, the 2022 edition of the MTV Movie and TV Awards will take place June 5th with an in-person ceremony that will set to air live from Barker Hangar in Santa Monica, Santa Monica, California, and that's what the organizers have announced this morning. The network will then recognize the past year's standout moments on reality TV on June 6th with its second-ever Movie and TV Awards unscripted show at the same venue. 
Now, organizers haven't announced who will host the show, nor have they revealed the 2022 nominees, which will be voted on by fans. Now, Barker Hanger has been a frequent destination over the years for the MTV Movie and TV Awards, which began in 1992. uh, This year's show will be the first at Barker's Hanger since 2019. The 2020 ceremony transitioned into a virtual Greatest of All Time special due to the COVID-19 pandemic, while last year's show returned to a live format at the Hollywood uh, 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 Paladino with uh, former Saturday Night Live comedian Leslie Jones hosting. The annual ceremony features similar awards to other ceremonies, such as Best Film, Best TV Show, and Best Performances, while also including unique categories like Best Hero, Best Villain, Best Fight, and Best Kiss. Now, Marvel projects were a big hit at last year's event with WandaVision winning Best Series and star Elizabeth Olsen taking home Best Performance in the show. Her co-star, Katherine Hahn, was named Best Villain, while the Falcon and the Winter Soldier actor, Anthony Mackie, won Best Hero. Previous known as the MTV Movie Awards, the event rebranded in 2017 to include television categories. The Movie and TV Awards unscripted debuted last year. Wednesday announcement comes three days after the Screen Actor Guild Awards was hosted at Barker's Hangar. Other high-profile award shows on the horizon show um, award shows on the horizon include Oscars, which takes place on March 27 at the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles, and the Grammys, which are scheduled for April 3rd at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes are set to host the Oscars, while Trevor Noah will MC the Grammys for a second consecutive year. And Amazon Prime um, Harlem will be back for a sophomore season. The series uh, follows four Harlem transplants who are trying to chase their dreams and navigate their love lives without falling apart. Camille, played by Megan Good, plays an anthropology professor from Columbia University who can't seem to get her career or love life on the right path. Quinn, played by Grace Byers, is a banking executive turned fashion designer who owns her own struggling boutique and trying to prove she can be successful without her wealthy, judgmental mother. And Atai, played by Jerry Johnson, is the workaholic of the bunch or who sabotages her love life but is thriving in her career as an app creator. And Angie, played by Chadiqua Shade, who lives with Quinn, had a hard time finding her way again after her singing career came to a halt when she dropped from her record label. Now, according to Variety, Tracy Oliver, who created the show, was pleased when she saw that the series was the talk of the town it named after. Harlem is a breath of fresh air, and while watching the show, it's easy to see a piece of you in each of these women. Addressing racism within the healthcare system, trying to prove yourself to your supervisor, and dealing with white fragility in the workplace are all issues that black women have encountered and Harlem embodies necessary aspects of the black women experience. Other stars of the series include Robert Ricard, Atila Lipley, Jasmine Guy, and Whoopi Goldberg. Right now we have here 26 minutes after the hour. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, the TV show Atlanta, well, it says it has been canceled after its fourth season. I'll tell you more about it. 
Uh, the cast of Martin is coming together to commemorate the 30th anniversary of its debut. And uh, Disney Plus has finally collected all, and I mean all, of the Marvel series. I'll tell you what those series are. And uh, Uncharted, the movie, has affirmed its mark as North American box office. It's been the number one for the second weekend in a row with an estimated $23.3 million so far. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
we've been through it like ten times, I'ma put you in line Yeah, I had you on an incline, I don't even wanna reply, I'ma have to decline Yeah, you show me I don't wanna rewind Yeah, no you a gym, but that attitude ain't fun The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Right now we got 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Lucky Day and Over. Uh, Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about the TV show Atlanta. Well, it will be canceled after its fourth season, and that's according to CEOs of FX, John Landgraf. According to The Hollywood Reporter, while at the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour, Landgraf confirmed that the Emmy-winning series will be bidding farewell. The final two seasons have already been filmed. The third season is slated to premiere on March 24th. The final season will premiere sometime in the fall. Now, Landgraf promised that the new season is everything you come to expect from Atlanta. Donald Glover also said at the press tour that he wouldn't have mind if the show ended after season two, but now the time is right for the show to come to an end. Atlanta has won five Emmys, including Glover taking home Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series, Outstanding Directing for a Comedy Series, Outstanding Sound Editing for a Comedy or Drama Series, and Animation and Outstanding Cinematography for a Single Camera Series, and Cat Williams winning Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series for his role as Willie. Atlanta is coming to an end, but Glover's television career will continue. He is now parting ways with FX, which is owned by Disney, and now is joining forces with Amazon. THR also reported that the This Is America rapper inked a deal that will allow him to create and executive produce content for Amazon Prime. He is already working on turning Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's 2005 Mr. and Mrs. Smith film into a series for Amazon. Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge will create and star in the series. It's set to premiere in 2022. And the cast of Martin is coming together to commemorate the 30th anniversary of this debut of one of the most celebrated black comedies premiered on Fox. Martin Lawrence, Tisha Campbell Martin, Tashina Arnold, and Carl Anthony Payne II will be getting together for a BET Plus reunion special that will air later this year. Uh, Thomas McCall Ford, who played Tommy, unfortunately died in 2016 from a rupture abdominal aneurysm. Martin aired for five seasons and came to an end due to legal woes between Campbell, Martin, and Lawrence. And while filming the fifth season in 1996, Campbell refused to film any scenes with him due to accusations of sexual harassment and filed a lawsuit against him. The 1995 to 1997 period was quite turbulent for Lawrence, and besides Campbell Martin's accusations, his then-wife, Patricia Southall, accused him of being a violent 
get this, a violent drug abuser whom she didn't trust to be around their infant daughter. Southall was ultimately granted a restraining order against Martin Lawrence, and Lawrence had also been arrested around that time period for push, uh, punching a nightclub goer and trying to board on an airplane at Burbank Airport with a loaded weapon in 1996. That same year, he was found in the middle of a busy Los Angeles intersection, ranting and exhibiting bizarre behavior with a loaded handgun in his pocket. And that was, uh, and I remember that uh, episode that happened. Uh, Campbell Martin and Lawrence have since made amends after a conversation in 2020. Yeah, I remember when Martin was, uh, you know, there's a. Uh, a uh, you guys ever heard of ten ten wins uh, here in New York where they give you uh, fifteen minutes to give you the whole uh, they said twenty minutes we give you twenty minutes of new, how does it go I can't remember the slogan we give you the you give us twenty minutes and we'll give you the world that's the slogan and there was a uh, reporter on the show. Montone, who remember how remember how what, that was one of uh, Martin Lawrence's uh, skit phrases about you so crazy. So when this incident happened with him running on the highway with a low, and he had a, a thick warm up suit, and you know how the the weather is in Los Angeles; it's like seventy seventy plus, and he has this thick warm up suit, and he's running on the highway. Well, apparently, allegedly with a, a loaded weapon, and the, uh, he said, the, Montone said on 1010 uh, Wins that he said, Martin Lawrence, you so crazy. In other words, making fun of the same slogan that he used on the show because he was going crazy at the time. I tell you, but it's glad I'm glad that they have talked it out. Uh, Martin Lawrence and uh, Tisha Campbell Martin. Um, had talked it out, they worked things out, and now they're thinking about doing this. So uh, fans of Martin Lawrence, fans of uh, Martin's show from the 90s, can't wait for this anniversary uh, debut. Uh, like Thanos and his stones, uh, Disney Plus has finally collected all of the Marvel series. That's right. Marvel's live-action series, many of which was recently pulled off of Netflix, will all move to Disney Plus on March 16. That's what the streaming service announced yesterday, Tuesday, March 1st. Among them are Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, the Defenders, the Punishers, and Marvel's Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. This puts them in the same home as new shows like Moon Knight, Hawkeye, and WandaVision, as well as the Marvel Movie Collection. Disney Plus has serviced the home for some of the most beloved brands in the industry, and the addition of these live-action shows bring more from the Marvel brand together all in one place. In conjunction with the move, Disney Plus is also launching an update to its parental control, including a pen that can restrict profile by content rating. Netflix has some of the series listed with a TV MA rating suited for mature audiences. Previously, Disney Plus has been used for mostly family-friendly fare, while fellow Disney owner streamer Hulu carry the most adult content. 
The first of the Marvel series, Daredevil, starred Charlie Cox, and last three seasons before being canceled in November of 2018, Kristen Ritter joined the fight in Jessica Jones, which also ran for three seasons at, uh, on Netflix. And Luke Cage star, uh, star Mike Coulter, the Punisher star John Bernthal, and Iron Fist star Finn Jones all lasted just two seasons. The Defenders, a limited series that ran in July of 2017, united Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s creator, uh, created by uh, Josh Weldon, spent seven years at ABC. And uh, Uncharted has affirmed its mark at the North American box office. The film adaptation of the video game series of the same name is unmovable at number one on its second weekend, adding an estimated $23.3 million. The Tom Holland starring action adventure movie has now grossed over $83 million domestically, with $143 million from international ticket sales so far. It has accumulated $226.4 million worldwide, making it the third highest grossing film of 2022. Uncharted has clearly benefited from its star power. The movie was less favored by critics with an average rating of 5.2 out of 10 on the review of Rotten Tomatoes, but audiences didn't seem to mind it. They gave the film an average grade of B-plus on CinemaScore. With no big releases this week, the Ruben Fleischer-directed flick basically saw little to no competition from other holdovers in the top five. Shannon Tatum's Dog also remained at number two on its second weekend with an estimated of $10.1 million. Spider-Man No Way Home, another movie star in Holland, holds on to number three with an additional $5.8 million. It is closer to earning, get this, $800 million domestically and has crossed the $1 billion mark internationally, bringing its worldwide cumulative to a staggering $1.86 billion so far. Death on the Nile is also a non-mover at number four with approximately $4.5 million. Jackass Forever is forever. Is following close behind with an estimated 3.2 million, and next week the box office will likely see a strong player with the arrival of the Batman, the highly anticipated DC superhero movie starring Robert Patterson. And speaking of the Batman, it's yet to open its theaters domestically, but rumors about the sequel have been swirling on the Internet, and now fans can look forward to more stories from Robert Patterson's iteration of the Gotham superhero as a sequel is confirmed to be in development. Reeves, the director, Matt Reeves, he went on confirming that there has been talks about making a follow-up movie to the Batman. Now, uh, Matt Reeves also spoke about what's next in store in the Batman, uh, Laurie, during the U.K. premiere of the movie at BFI Amex, uh, no, IMAX in London on February 23rd. And when asked about the possibility of more films, he said, quote, I hope so, we'll see. I mean, for sure, unquote. Now, Reeves went on confirming that there have been talks about making a follow-up movie to the Batman. Now, back in October, trusted scooper Daniel Richmond revealed that Warner Brothers and DC already gave a green light to the Batman sequel. Now, the source claimed that in addition to the Batman 2 
more spinoff outside of the two HBO Max series centering on the Gotham City Police Department and the Penguin are in development. There's still no word on what the other two projects are. The Batman is due out in theaters across the nation on March 4th and will have an advanced IMAX screening across the United States on March 1st, the same day of the U.S. premiere. Right now we have uh, 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
That was my girl Summer Walker in Insane. Right now we got 13 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, it's a wrap for Indiana Jones 5. After years of false starts and multiple delays, the production on the untitled fifth installment of the action-adventure film series has finally finished. The film director James Mangold and producer Frank Marshall took to Twitter on Sunday, February 27th, to celebrate it. The completion of the production arrived just a little over a week after Marshall tweeted that the filming was in the home stretch, along with an exterior photo of Pinewood Studio where the movie was filmed. Ever since Indiana Jones 5 kicked off production in the summer of 2021, it faced several setbacks. Just weeks after the film started, Harrison Ford sustained a shoulder injury while rehearsing for a fight scene. His injury forced the closure of the production for three months. In November, a crew member died during the filming of the movie in uh, Morocco. Camera operator Nick uh, Kupak was found dead in his hotel room in the city of Fes in November of 2021. And earlier this month, another crew member suffered a heart attack during filming of the final scenes. And according to a source, the man suddenly collapsed, prompting a panic situation. Ford, who was standing nearby, reportedly yelled, get a, get a medic quick. The, uh, the filming aside, the movie star Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Antonio Banderas and many others, the movie is now scheduled to be released on June 30th, 2023. And Wendy Williams' ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, is dragging the Wendy Williams Show producers to federal court. The former executive producer of the talk show sued the program executives for wrongful termination. In a new court document obtained by The Shade Room, the daytime diva former spouse sued a production company, Detmar Mercury, along with his executive Ira Bernstein and Mort Marcus. The lawsuit was filed on Monday, February 28th in a New York court. And in the petition, Kevin explained that the production company, Detmar Mercury, who was founded by Ira and Mort in 2004, began negotiating with Wendy and Kevin for a six-week trial for a talk show in 2007. Kevin further claimed that he represented his then-wife during the talks at the time. Now, the talk show premiered in 2008 and was immediately a breakthrough hit. The Wendy Williams Show dominated the 10 a.m. daily morning time slot, and today no network has been able to beat the show at this time slot. Kevin, who served as executive producer of the Wendy Williams Show from 2007 to 2019, further insisted that he played such a major role in the show's success and planned most of the concept and branding behind the show. In 2019, he was asked to leave the show after Wendy filed for divorce due to him having an alleged affair with a woman named Sharina Hudson and having a love child. And in the suit, Kevin pointed out that he was wrongfully fired, and he said that the termination they said that the, term, the, the paper read this. They said that the termination of Kevin was based strictly upon his marital status and his impending divorce to the show's host, ignoring all of the contributions that Kevin made to make the show a success. Now, the filming claimed that many of the segments that Kevin helped create on the Wendy Williams show included popular segments like Hot Topics and Shoe Cam will be part of Sherry Shepard's new show. The petition also said that the show never recovered from its firing and defendants underestimated plaintiff's value to the show. 
Now, currently, Kevin is looking for a seven to ten million dollars in damages and punitive damages, lost wages, commission, and he's also asking for costs and fees of this proceeding, including legal fees. Kevin's motion comes after it announced that the Wendy Williams Showtime slot will be replaced by Sherry's new show. And following the bombshell announcement, it reported that Wendy, who allegedly had fired her management team, would consider legal actions against her producers. And fans of The Simpsons were freaking out when they heard, when they found out that Russian invasion of Ukraine was actually predicted in a 1998 episode. It was titled Simpsons Tide. The episode saw Russia flexing its old-school Soviet militaristic muscles after an international incident caused by Homer Simpson. In response to the chatter, showrunner Al Jean revealed that the prediction was not coincidental. Writing on Twitter, this is what he said. He said, quote, very sad to say that this was not hard to predict. He elaborated the matter in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. He continued by saying this, quote, In terms of predictions, there are two kinds we have. The tribal, like uh, Don Mattingly getting in trouble for his hair in Homer at the Bad. And then there are predictions like this. I hate to say it, but I was born in 1961, so 30 years of my life was lived with the specter of the Soviet Union. So to me, this is sadly more the dorm than it is a prediction. We just figured things were going to go bad. Historically, aggression never really goes away. You have to be super vigilant. In 1998, with the clip air, it was maybe the zenith of U.S.-Russian relations, but ever since... Russian President Vladimir Putin got in, almost everybody had made it clear that he's a bad guy and bad things are going to happen. This is the kind of prediction where we reference something that has happened, happening again. We hope it wouldn't, but sadly it does, unquote. The showrunner, however, clarified that viewers shouldn't expect to see references to the current Russian-Ukraine conflict appearing in future episodes. It was reported on Thursday morning at the local time that Russian troops were crossing the border from multiple directions, and in some videos they went viral on social media, and it was seen explosion in several Ukrainian cities, including the capital of Kiev. As the Ukrainian death toll begins to climb, U.S. President Joe Biden vowed the world would hold Russia accountable for the attack. And Kanye West is going in another direction. The rapper fired his attorney, Chris Melcher, amid his divorce from Kim Kardashian and will now be represented by Sam, uh, no, Samantha Spector. Melcher, who confirmed to a New York local paper saying he is no longer representing West, but said he couldn't provide any additional details. Kardashian filed for divorce last year and asked to be declared legally single in December. A hearing regarding her request to become legally single is set to take place Wednesday. Uh, West, who is now 44, reportedly made the attorney switch on Tuesday. Now, the famous rapper has been vocal about his hopes of getting back together with Kardashian, who he uh, married in 2014. He and the reality star has four children together. 
Now, Kardashian, who's now 41, has been romantically linked to Saturday Night Live comedian Pete Davidson following her split from West, which has reportedly been a point of contention for the All of the Nut Lights artists. Uh, last week, Kanye West's legal team refuted a filing by Kardashian that claimed that the hip-hop star was causing emotional distress through his behavior on social media. And the 2022 Rolling Loud Miami has finally revealed its lineup of performers. On Tuesday, March 1st, organizers announced this year's event will feature headlining performances from Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West, and Future. The major music festival is set to take place at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens from July 22nd to July 24th. Ye will kick off the event on Friday as he will be joined by the likes of Playboy, Cardi, Little Dirk, 2 Chainz, Little Yachty, Saweetie, uh, and Money Man, among others. Uh, Future will greet fans of the next day along with Little Uzi Vert, Gunna, The Baby, uh, City Girls, and Soulja Boy. And as for Kendrick said, it will be followed by performances from Little Baby, Kodak Black, Baby Keem, Triple Red, Moneybag Yo, ASAP Ferg, and other stars. And Green Day is the latest artist who have called off a concert in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, realizing that this moment is not about stadium rock shows. The American band has decided to cancel their stadium tour in Moscow. The American Idiot singer announced that the decision via Instagram story on Sunday, February 27. Khalid, One Republic, Young Blood, Girl in Red, Judah Priest, Denzel Curry, and One Republic among artists who have show schedules for May in Moscow. And with the ongoing conflict between Russia and Ukraine, it is likely that more artists will cancel their shows in the coming days. And Jasmine Sullivan is another another musical act uh, to have tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, due to her diagnosis, the Pick Up Your Feelings singer was forced to cancel some of her uh, Hex Tail Tour dates. The 34-year-old made the announcement via her Instagram story on Thursday, last Thursday, February 24th, and um, she... She said she announced that the the Hextail tour back in December of 2021, she kicked off the 25-city tour on Valentine's Day, February 14, at Vancouver's Commodore's Ballroom and is set to wrap it up at the House of Blues Chicago on March 30th. Now, on Thursday, fellow musician John Mayer also announced that he had to postpone his show because he contracted the virus. John later apologized to his fans. Well, I have three minutes left remaining in the show. That's going to do it for me for this week. Again, uh, if you are looking to get into fitness, a friend of mine, David Romero, a former co-host of mine, he has become a certified fitness trainer, and now you can have him as a personal trainer. He has a four-week program where he works around your schedule. He gives you real-time coaching along with some fun and challenging workouts. Now, if you're looking to get into fitness and you want to change your lifestyle, make sure you contact David Romero on Instagram at Camp Gladiator. 
That's C-A-M-P-G-L-A-D-I-A-T-O-R or at Salute, that's S-A-L-U-T, or at David Loco 12, that's D-A-V-I-D-L-O-C-O 12. You can also call him at 956-706-3855, or you can email him at davidjromero88 at yahoo.com. And uh, his prices, again, is very reasonable, only $40. You can join David for outdoor trainings, or you can also join him live on Zoom or Skype. And uh, make it make it your business to, to get your body right and tight for the summer. And again, if and if he asks where you get the information, tell him that his girl, homegirl Tammy Jones, gives from That's Entertainment Online Radio set ya. That's gonna do it for me this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.